4: Hello and welcome.
2: It's our number four. Our number four of the podcast as Aaron Judge. We talk some baseball. The baseball hour. Aaron Judge is again ailing for the Yankees. We look at the big picture for the big slugger of the Bronx Bombers. That and more here in our number four. It's coming your way right now. Have a wonderful day today. Don't forget... The 5th Hour Podcast, you can submit some questions on that on Facebook. You can do that right now. But here is today's Hour for Podcast. Enjoy. One of the darlings of Major League Baseball is not enjoying things right now. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, live and local, in your eardrums as we bloviate the overnight, now early morning hours away. Glad you could spend some time with us in the magic Radio Box. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more and Geico sharing more, too, with a Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. And our thoughts going out to all our Fox Sports Radio listeners in Louisiana And parts of Texas there, that big Hurricane Laura, Cat 4 hurricane hit, made landfall just when we came on the air back at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. in the West. And uh, we've been tracking that as it makes its way through Louisiana. It's just gone past Lake Charles. The eye of the storm has gone past Lake Charles. Is moving its way up the state of Louisiana. But the state of this show, talking baseball and our baseball lead. I get a little taste of baseball every day. So our baseball lead comes from below the Mason-Dixon line. The Bravos, the Atlanta Braves, and the New York Yankees playing a twin bill, twin bill in Georgia. And Atlanta ended up taking both ends of the doubleheader from the Yanks meaning the Pinstripers have now lost five games in a row. That's not the story, however. You know what is the story? Perhaps not. If you didn't watch the game, you do not know that the star slugger, bigger than life, Aaron Judge, pulled up lame. Yet again, he was back. He was just activated. And in the second game of the doubleheader, the nightcap, as they used to call it, Uh, against the Braves, Uh, his right calf tightened up. According to Yankee manager Aaron Boone, Uh, Aaron Boone said, Aaron Judge's calf tightened up. Again, he was running to second base in the fourth inning, right? Just random part, middle of the game, runs to second base, and he has to come out hobbling out of the game. And then Aaron Boone, talking to the reporters, said, that a trip to the injured list. I'm old school. I used to. I call it the DL still, disabled list, but they call it the IL. Big difference. So he is apparently closing in, and we'll find out more in the coming hours here. But the indications in the overnight were that Aaron Judge is likely to go back on the injured list, and the dreaded letters MRI have popped up yet again. Judge was playing his first game back from already being on the injured list. And while Boone did attempt, again, to downplay the injury, saying it's not that serious, Uh, again, many doubting the accuracy on that. He is going to be reevaluated, Aaron Judge, later today. So the question, talking baseball, how concerned, all right, how concerned should the Yankees be with Aaron Judge? That is the question. Now, by observations, all right, you've got Straw, Nuclear Submarine and Waterloo, and we will lock all of these things together. Now, number one. Number one. We're going to make some baba ganoush for our friend in Kansas City. It appears that the walls are closing in, right? The walls are closing in here on the Yankees all of a sudden. They've lost five games in a row, as we said. They're in a stretch of 35 games in 33 days because they had some time off there. Uh, Covid-related for the Yankees, and the issues in the pitching staff have popped up. We talked about some of them in a previous episode. Uh, people upset with their contract options. You've got Garrett Cole upset about being taken out of a game. Now you got clubhouse angst, and so all of it mixing together like a nice lethal cocktail. Uh, if you're a Yankee hater, you're enjoying this now. Say what you want about the Yankees payroll and talent, and it is immense. In both departments, Aaron Judge, for all of those other players, and there are many good players in the Yankees, Aaron Judge is, to quote a line from old school baseball, the straw that stirs the drink, right? That's, that's been a line used about many people that have played in New York. But Aaron Judge is that, right? This is a cocktail. Right now it's a lethal cocktail. But if you want to stir, 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 Aaron Judge is the straw. He's the Paul bunyan size slugger living up to the nickname, putting the the bomb in Bronx Bomber is what he's doing. And the Yankees are not nearly as fierce to pitch to and against without Judge in the lineup. There's really no debating on that. Now, the second thing here, Aaron Judge, as a player, is a double-edged sword. Everyone says, oh, I want Aaron Judge on my team. But when you actually peel back the onion and you look at Aaron Judge, you're like, eh. Uh, You got to take the good with the bad. Double-edged sword, right? The good being when the guy plays, he goes up the home plate and he he looks like the kind of guy when he's walking to the stadium, he sees a telephone pole and he just takes the telephone pole and he swings that. It's like the Hulk grabbing a telephone pole to swing it. The bad being just about everything else, right? Aaron Judge, so far in his young career, has had one redonkulous complete season of domination. Right? One complete season of domination. Uh, and that's that was a, a few years back. But it is really confirmation of an old proverb. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. And Judge is the size of a nuclear submarine. But it appears it's a submarine that is made out of glass because he has been slapped already only five or so years into his career. He has been slapped with the dreaded injury-prone tag. Now, once you get that cootie, injury prone, it's hard to get rid of the cooties. Aaron Judge, to say he is brittle is an understatement. He is so brittle, it's like a porcelain doll at this point. Now, what is my evidence? Let's go to the injury chart. I got the medical chart right here. Aaron Judge has been placed on the disabled list four times with a myriad of problems. He's had a strained right oblique, fractured wrist. You can say that's just bad luck. Strained left oblique. Apparently he's got those bad obliques. And now a strained right calf. He's also missed games with general soreness and a right shoulder injury in his career. Judge is in the fifth year now. Fifth year. So if he does go right back on the injured list, or as we call it, the DL, he will be five for five, right? Five for five. 28 years old in your athletic prime. That's what Aaron Judge is right now. And he's only had one season, as we said, where he stayed relatively healthy the entire way. And that year was a mammoth season. Gargantuan. 52 home runs, 114 RBIs. He finished second to Jose Albuve for MVP honors. I checked my email a few minutes ago and people were complaining that I haven't done a Astro, Malama I might have to make up for that. I can't go more than a couple days without attacking the cheaters of Major League Baseball. So I might have to put that. I'll have to find something involving the Astros in tomorrow's show. All right, final point. So if the Yankees don't win the World Series this year, and while they are a favorite to get there right now in the current moment, this being a two-month season, they're not looking as good as they were uh, three weeks ago or two weeks ago, it's not looking great in the moment. You want to be a prisoner of the moment. Um, but the Dodgers, the A's the even Tampa Bay, the, those are the top teams in baseball right now. So it is going to be an interesting off season in the Bronx. I know. And you say, well, that's a long way away. It's actually not like the seasons. You, you're halfway through. They're going to play a lot of double headers coming up in baseball, but I, Part of me wants this to happen because and and Judge to continue to be injury-prone because Brian Cashman, should the Yankees not get her done in October, Brian Cashman will be facing a Waterloo moment. The Yankees have invested a lot of their portfolio into both Aaron Judge and also, we'll, we'll put the dynamic duo here, Uh, Batman and Robin, Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez. And for different reasons, certainly for different reasons here, they're not getting the dividends they thought. They said, well, the Yankees are a playoff team. Now, that's true. They are a playoff team. But Aaron Judge, his fragile body, his fragile body makes him a part-time player. And he's going to want one of these mammoth redonkulous contracts, and he's going to get one likely, but he's a bit player at this point. You can't rely on him. The, the oldest cliche around in sports. Dependability is more important often than ability. If you've got the greatest ability in the world, but you're only out there half the time, how are you really helping your team? And, and baseball, even though they give players the day off, it's not like basketball with load management as much and things like that. And then you have the enigma. And I'm not even a Yankee guy. Right? I'm a Dodger guy. But the enigma that is catcher Gary Sanchez. Sanchez, who is a power-hating catcher, but he doesn't smack enough dingers or more importantly play good enough defense when he's out in the field where you can justify he's hitting under a buck 50. I think he uh, I think he's hitting like 139, 140 something like that. And he's he's a cornerstone player. So you got Judge who when he plays he's great, but he, you can't depend on him. You got Sanchez who when he plays he blows, but and these are the two guys. So keep an eye on this. And if the Yankees don't find the Goldilocks zone in October, expect the winds of change to, three, to kind of sweep through the Bronx and all the, the Yankees have played 27 of the 60 games. So the clock is a ticking. There's still plenty of time, but not like there used to be plenty of time. Right? I mean, this, is a, this is a lot different. This is a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's a sprint is what it is in Major League Baseball. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, it is all a fair game. And I hope you were listening last hour. We had an extra spicy hot edition of Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. And I just clicked. If you go to the show Facebook page, I I usually post this thing on, on Wednesday, but I was so enamored. With Sky is falling in the NBA that I forgot to post this. Bad job me. so I'm clicking send right now. so I'm going to share this. You can, you can check this out here. Uh, and it is a post for the podcast, which airs Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We do this show eight days a week on the radio, five days and then three days on the podcast. So and one of the days is a lot of just your questions. Usually Sunday is a big day for that. We go to the mailbag. So if you want to feel, fill up the mailbag, you can do that right now for this weekend's podcast, and you can download it, and maybe we'll use your question on the podcast. Right? That's, it's an amazing amazing concept. Uh, just Josh writes in and says, Aaron Judge is more fragile than a glass egg sitting on a coffee table in Lake Charles right now. Come on, Josh. <laughs> Too soon, Josh. How dare you? How dare you? Because you know, once the, the sun fully rises... Then they'll send out the drones and the helicopters, and they'll look at all the, the damage that has taken place while we've been on the radio here in the, the overnight and uh, and all that. Uh, all right, uh, we'll take some phone calls eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine if you would like to be part of the festivities. Now, a lot of people listen this out from what you tell me, the feedback you give me, you're you're getting up early trying to get a jump on the traffic and you're you're locked in the car there. So, you, you know, you drive I'm guessing your your, your breakfast did not cons- consume like whiskey, you know. You're not you're not like that guy beer drinking Brian that calls Joe. show, but everyone knows about the risks of drunk driving. People could get hurt or killed. You could get arrested, incur huge legal expenses, or even lose your job if you think drunk driving is no big deal. You couldn't be more wrong. Drive sober or get pulled over. Now, obviously, the big story, which has overshadowed everything, is uh, NBA bubble bursting, or is it bursting? And we'll find out more today on that. I did want to tell you, and I don't know if I mentioned this earlier because I got carried away with some other stuff, But the NBA, there's reason to think they're going to finish the season. The NBA has already tossed out. The the union's aware if the season is not finished, that is a violation of the collective bargaining agreement. Now, what does that mean? That means if the NBA season does not continue, the salary cap could be blown up, which would be the chaos and anarchy scenario for competitive basketball uh, and will likely lead to a work stoppage in the NBA. And they're going to meet, a lot of meetings, a lot of big shots getting together, crisis management, spin doctors in the NBA after the Milwaukee Bucks, five minutes before game, said, we're not playing. And they got away with it. right? And I, I said this earlier, but it bears repeating. We're just tuning in this hour. My position on this, if these guys don't want to play, and there's a r- report that the Clippers and Lakers voted not to play, uh, and the rest of the teams wanted to play, I would send the Lakers and Clippers together because apparently they're best friends. Who knew that? I thought they were rivals. They love each other. I would send them on the same uh, boat out of uh, out of town there through Mickey's house or whatever and uh, just have the rest of the teams play, and then I'd have the Blazers win by forfeit. The Lakers would have to forfeit, and unfortunately my Clippers would have to forfeit against the Dallas Mavericks and let Dallas and Portland continue, and that's a simple fix. That's a simple solution. But many people who claim to be smarter than me say that it's it's more likely than not that what's gonna happen today is there will be a negotiation that the owners will write a check and donate money somewhere and then the players will say okay, uh, we're back and but we'll see what happens. I assume by the time I wake up a lot of this will already be decided. I right, would we'll take some phone calls coming up here. we also have puck the world puck the world and if you think the Mickey Mouse bubble is good. How about a rawhide-flavored bubble? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Hello, Dick. You got the big Dick there in Dayton. Hello, (laughs) Dick. Be
4: sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Raccoons, skunks, porcupines, and owls are all nocturnal, but none of them can support our show on social media, so we need your help. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Mallor Show and on Instagram go to at Ben Mallor on Fox and you can contribute content to weekly features such as Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: Right to the phones we go, and let's say hello to Hollering James in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A guy who loves this show so much, he got evicted from his home by screaming and hollering. That's how he got the nickname Hollering James. Hello, Hollering James.
6: Hey, Big Ben. Big Ben
2: Mahler.
6: Hey, thank you. Big Ben Mahler. Yeah, sure, yeah. (laughs)
2: Have hey, be you let like
6: my twins? Have you like my Roland Twins?
2: You know, every day I spend about fifteen minutes in reflection about the Minnesota Twins.
6: I my can't, twins ta- I can't so talk hot. about. hotcakes, I can't
2: talk Twins baseball enough. In fact, I should do like post-game Twins talk. I love talking Twins baseball. Right? I mean, hey. Roberto, do I not talk about the Twins every day with you? Do yeah, I not do a breakdown the time. of the I Twins game? Come on, please.
6: Wouldn't that be a good matchup for them as in the World Series 1965 all over again when I was a year old in papers like I'm wearing now?
5: <laughs>
2: Isn't it great in life You go full circle When you're a baby You wear diapers And then if you have Health problems Or live long enough You end up in diapers again Isn't that just great Coming, coming into the world And leaving the world You've got diapers on What a wonderful thing that's evolution. That's evolution, not pollution. I don't know that it's evolution I don't know that that's The right term But uh, yeah not a great night for four. your twins, though. But Mike uh, Mike Clevenger, the guy that had been kicked out of Cleveland, he came back and beat your Minnesota Twins. his yeah, Twins won the series. They win well, the uh, series? Didn't, yeah, but they lost the game yesterday. He, Clevenger oh, he actually did. didn't get, he didn't get the win, but they uh, the Indians won anyway. All right, yeah. James, everything all right with you? You're not getting
6: kicked out again, are you? I don't know if I see Father in Shelby. shelter that will be, hey, will you have Tammy give me a call? I miss her. Ah, she's okay, breaking right, my heart. All right, all right. All
2: right. I don't have Tammy in Montana's phone number. I don't have a way of getting a hold of her, but I guess, I you know, she's listening, so she'll contact you I again. It's kind of awkward. Uh, and I think this is a prank caller, but we'll go to him anyway, and we'll just hang up on him. Rusty in North Carolina. Hello, Rusty.
6: It's not a prank call. Oh, you're real? Uh, you're not a prank caller? No. All right. I, uh, I was a newbie, and, uh, but I think all four of you need a raise because you're very entertaining. Oh, thank you. And, uh, I, agree. I agree with that. My point is, uh, except maybe Coop Duluth.
2: <laughs> so he does not get a raise, but everyone else gets a raise.
6: Yes. Yes. Okay. That right. would be... But uh, he didn't know who Charles Durning was. Have you seen the movie who? The Best? <laughs> oh, okay. You're
2: talking. Is this a private, off the air conversation that you're referencing right now?
6: Well, we had a brief talk, very short. What, what, do we, what, what, do we, what him, are we? What uh, are we? Rusty,
2: what are we drinking this morning?
6: Um, I, I'm lying in bed right now, and my cat just jumped on me, so I'm kind of mad. But
2: how's your cat doing? How old is your cat?
6: Three years old. Three years old. And. Might be four. How
2: long? You don't even know. How old do cats live? Um,
6: 15. If oh, so small. about the same yeah. as
2: dogs? About the same now, as dogs. Now, wait a minute.
6: My point is Charles <laughs> Brennan. What's your cat's name? Romeo. Romeo. There is no Juliet.
2: Why not? Um, you got to get it in the, get, Ro, Romeo's nothing without Juliet, man. Romeo needs Juliet. That's the whole bit. It's
6: only a heartache. By the way, everybody should be married to Karen Garcia, because she's an angel.
2: Well, I think Eddie might have a problem if everyone is married to Karen Garcia.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment, but... Uh... Well, do you
6: want to... <laughs> this is a sports show. I called about a sports show.
5: Oh,
0: you did? You okay. Did. Well, that All was right. a mistake. Yeah. No, you yeah, didn't. Let's... You called to talk about some actor named Charles Dunning. Durning. Yeah, come Durning. On. Charles Dunning won an
6: Academy Award. Never heard of. That's the little horror house in Texas. Yeah. And he okay. won an Academy Award. Yes. Told <laughs> By Mark the way,
2: he, Charles Durning, hold on a sec. You, you want to take a guess? Anyone want to take a guess how old uh, Charles Durning lived to be? He's no longer alive. I don't he, know.
6: I think he's still alive. I don't know if he died uh, or not. He,
2: he, I believe he died eight years ago
6: at 89.
2: Good for him. That's a long life. That's a good long life, right? 89. Have
6: you ever seen the movie?
2: <laughs> All right, I got to go. All right, go play with Romeo or whatever. I don't know. What do you want from me, man? <laughs> So is was that sleepy voice, or was that I'm tired and I'm had a little sauce kind of? Mix? I think that was some sauce, sauce influenced
5: in voice. Yeah. Okay,
2: well now a man that knows a lot about sauce, credit card Gordon is next in Ottawa. Hello, Gordy.
6: Good morning. Ben. Hello, hello, Gordy. Did you get? My, uh, oh, my brother, I woke him up. Oh, I'll call you back. Okay.
5: (laughs) Oh, that's great! That's great. He got in
2: trouble. He's a grown ass man, Eddie, but he woke his brother up. So damn it! Uh I was
0: I was actually hoping for a call from a Canadian caller today.
2: Why? Why is that cool?
0: We were, you were dying to. Well, I was just I was thinking earlier. I I've never been to Canada. Yeah. And so I think I want that to be my next vacation spot and it's such a big country i don't know which part of canada i should go I hi- visit i
5: highly recommend vancouver
0: uh, now and i it- think
5: it would uh the, i think the the environment there is also suited to your uh tastes I oh okay oh, gotcha. Oh,
0: interesting but it's beautiful i think vancouver well that's is that's beautiful. the one that's basically you know right next to seattle, seattle right?
5: right i mean it's it's not right next to it but it's not that far it's, about it's a, few a two hours hour drive yeah. yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah
5: is it canada-y enough
0: or is it, am i gonna <laughs> am i gonna feel like i'm just in another well, what American do you want to see like
5: uh, mounties and you know i mean <laughs> moose i, I, I mean, mean kinda, no you should kinda, go yeah. if you if you want
2: if you want the full like european you should go yeah, to, like go to montreal. montreal yeah if you Cause want that that feels like a different it's like Europe, it feels like it's
5: yeah exactly
2: so you Although go to I'm not saying that, that from
5: experience. I, I have gone to France, though.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I've not been to Montreal, but I know the Dodger guys back in the day when the Expos were yes, there, they yes. loved
5: going to Montreal, Yes, they man. did. Not for the uh, architecture no. and the no. culture. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there was some architecture okay.
2: that they liked in Montreal. No. They didn't appreciate no. the architecture. <laughs>
5: no, one has, no one has ever told me why specifically the uh, the jiggle joints in Montreal are greater well, than I, all the others. I but I've know. heard that many times, though. I, I was told
2: because the the rules at, back in the day were less um, draconian. Uh, there was more freedom. Uh, they had, like, trapeze acts and things. It was, like, it was crazy. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was wild. So so Montreal, that's, then.
5: It's where Cirque du Soleil started, apparently.
2: There you go. You can bring the bring back the Expos. You can continue to join the bring back the Expos movement
5: in, in Montreal.
2: Toronto's cool. That's, that's Toronto's kind of like just any other big U.S city though be sure to catch live editions of the ben
4: Maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific
5: i just wanted to share something i thought that was amusing oh, the, the, you know you come in here to the update studio i've got three tvs in here yeah sure and it's always interesting depending on who is who precedes me there's always it, it, there's different things on each tvs sometimes it's not sports related sometimes it is yeah, 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 yeah. but on tv number three on my far right it, it, they had uh I don't know if it was rugby or uh, Australian rules football. Okay, but they had a game going on, and it was it was amusing to me anyway because I I looked at the uh, fans and then I realized oh my god those are pe- those people are moving I thought there were cardboard cutouts it's weird it was right? weird to actually see yeah. live people in the stands uh, watching a game and moving around. Yeah. I was it's, I was caught off guard. It, yeah,
2: when they show highlights of like last year and you see a crowd of fifty thousand people at a game, you are like, "Whoa, that's what's that's what it used to be like." That's what it used to be like. Crazy. All right, uh, thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show. As we press, I'm going we'll go right back over to you in a minute. Uh, this this NBA story is so big. I got a phone call from New Zealand. My guy Darcy, radio star on a he's on a big news talk station in Auckland, New Zealand. He called me up said, "We got to get the scoop." Me, let me know what's going on in the NBA. So international. International story uh, going on there. So if the NBA gives up and they don't play anymore, I'll become full hockey guy. I'm like half hockey guy now. Let's go to Eddie, though. He is Mr. Hockey. He loves the sport. And now with Puck the World, get you caught up on all the insider stuff. Hockey
5: Well, thank you, Ben. When we uh, last left you with our Puck the World report last week, the first round had yet to conclude, but it has wrapped up. We're now into round number two. But we had four first round games to finish up last week, and the New York Islanders eliminated the Washington Capitals four games to two. The Capitals lost to their former head coach, Barry Trotz. He guided them to their only Stanley Cup, and then they parted ways with him. They didn't want to pay him the money. He wanted, so we'd love to take over the Islanders, and he's doing well. Uh, The Capitals, not so much. Two years in a row now, since they let the Barry Trotz leave, they've been out in the first round, and so they decided to fire the guy who replaced Barry Trotz. Todd Reardon is out as their head coach. Uh, the Dallas Stars eliminated the Calgary Flames. How good do you think yes. Barry
2: Trotz? I mean, that must have been a great feeling oh, for yeah. Barry Trotz, Absolutely. man. He must have just said, this is wonderful. This is one of the great moments of my life. Yeah. They got rid of me. They didn't want to pay me. That's right. And the guy that replaced me sucks so bad he's yeah. already gone. He,
5: he beats his old team. He's moving on. And uh, yeah. the old guy gets fired for there and replaced him. To replace uh, we had the Dallas Stars eliminating the Calgary Flames four games to two. And the defending Stanley Cup champ, St. Louis Blue, is eliminated in the first round. By the uh, Vancouver see, they Canucks, were, They 42. were one-hit
2: wonder. They were Millie Vanilli.
5: One-hit wonder. Yeah. Well, it's very hard to repeat in were the, were it, Were they lip
2: syncing last year like Millie Vanilli? No. No, I don't think so. Probably
5: not. Uh so we have the second round now underway. The Stars against the Avalanche. Dallas leading that series two games to one. Canucks against the Golden Knights from Vegas. That's tied at one one. Did you
2: see how the Avalanche out hit Dallas seventy-two to fifty-six plus sixteen in Game Three, and in Game Two. It was 60 to 29 Dallas. So that that thing flipped
5: around. The physical, you got to be physical, Eddie, in hockey. Absolutely. Got to throw the body gotta around. There. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Bruins and Lightning are going at it in a battle of the top two teams in the East. And Tampa Bay holds a 2-1 series advantage oh. because of Ben.
2: What are the Bruins going to do now? Because they both their goaltenders puked all over the ice there. So what do you do? Well, the guy, the rookie guy that they brought out made his debut.
5: Yeah, he, how many goals did he give up? Uh, I think at least four. Oh, my God. They didn't get any help. They weren't. They were. They 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 quit on him. That's, uh, they'll bounce back, though. They're a veteran team. Uh, and you got the Islanders against the Flyers. We just played that uh, highlight, and the uh, series is tied at 1-1. Now, we mentioned this earlier uh, in the week, or maybe late last week, but it's worth repeating. Uh, powerful agent in hockey, Alan Walsh, made headlines when he uh, tried to support his client, Vegas Golden Knights veteran goalie, Marc-Andre Fleury. He tweeted out a picture of Fleury in an action photo with a sword through his back, and uh, engraved on the sword was the name of head coach Pete DeBoer, a not-so-subtle commentary on his client being stabbed in the back by the team's new coach who took over late in the year and has replaced Marc-Andre Fleury with Robin Leonard in the net. Now, Leonard's gone 10-2 and two since the, the coach made the move, so it looks like maybe it was the right move, but uh, still a controversy, and Marc-Andre Fleury met with reporters. Uh, he would not answer the question if he knew about the tweet before it was sent out. He just said that things have been uh, taken care of. It's not you a gotta distraction. you got to play stupid. you got to play stupid. Fine. The
2: rule is yeah. you play stupid. The age is the bad guy. You're the good guy. That's the rule.
5: Now, I know you know about this, uh, Ben, but it's worth repeating. NBC Sports analyst Mike Milbury out Uh, of their playoff coverage after some considered he made some controversial comments. uh, So so ridiculous. Last Thursday in the Islanders-Capitals game, they were talking about life in the bubble and how how great it was if you love hockey and you love being around your teammates. And then Milbury added, quote, not even any women around to disrupt your concentration, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Many thought that was sexist and misogynistic. Horrible. And he apologized. And I think he should be broadcast. sent.
2: Milbury should go to the guillotine because of that. I think that is a guillotine offense there. How dare him. How dare him have an opinion. And Can't a, do it. Cannot up, do it. An
5: update on the Tuca Rask situation. The, uh, that was the, that was the big gonna, news from last week. Is he going to go week. back? Is he decided not to quit? Is well, going to go back to the, the Bruins? the Vesna Trophy finalist, of course, left the Boston Bruins and the bubble for family reasons. He reached out to a Boston radio host and told him in an off-air conversation, That there was an issue with his daughter. No details were given. uh, And then team president Cam Neely said that Rask had left for a family emergency. Although the GM of the team had said earlier that his family was safe and healthy. Uh, but the news is, yes, Tuukka Rask, if he were to change his mind, and there's no indication he will, but if he does, he is still eligible to go back in Ooh. the bubble. Now he would have to quarantine and go through all the proper testing. For seven
2: weeks he would have to quarantine.
5: Yeah, I don't know how long it would be, but uh, yeah, he uh, he could uh, come back possibly. So yeah. we'll keep an eye on
2: Ooh, that. If that's does. a weasel word, possibly. Well, if he saw the game last night and saw that rookie goaltender, he's thinking, well, maybe I should come back. He's feeling guilty. Like you got any come back there. We'll keep
5: an eye on that. Oh. And that is your Puck the World report.
2: All right. Thank you for that, Eddie. We appreciate it. As the ship keeps a moving against the tide. We go against the tide is what we do. Now, we occasionally check the peanut gallery on Twitter. Uh, Bubba writes in, just had a birthday this week from Alvin, Texas, and he says, uh, screw Woj, I would give Rachel Nichols my first scoop. I guess he's a big Rachel Nichols fan, I would assume. Rob in Vegas says, Rusty wasn't drinking. He sounded plastered and then started hitting on Eddie's wife. What the F? And uh, says, credit card Gordon is the leader in the clubhouse for the worst caller of the year. Rob uh, pointing that out, which is uh, which is not uh, not that far away. Not that uh, far away from reality, I would say. Not that far away from reality. All right, so Ben Maller, Sean Fox, we're going to have... And I need, some, I need some game show contestants because we are going to have a radio game show, and it's somewhat popular. It's called Fact or Fiction. It's called Factor Fiction. And you have to figure out which story is not legit, which stories. They all sound kind of dopey and crazy and all that stuff. And you got to use your expert knowledge to figure out which of these three stories we're going to give you is not the, the, uh, the bogus one. Right? That, that, uh, that is not the real one, rather, separating fact from fiction. So, all right, we will get to fact or fiction in its entirety. We'll get to that. We'll
5: do it next. It really pisses me off when balls go underneath Reese Hoskins' chin. It really
4: bugs me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app,
1: search FSR to listen live.
5: Everyday sports radio listeners and super fans in the Maller Militia can not only hear this program live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, but also 24-7 on demand via the podcast. Tell your family and friends about this sports talk revolution. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It's risk-free and helps keep the lights on. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
6: Please transmit a media. Tell me lies, tell me sweet lies.
4: Is it fact or fiction? Let's face some raw facts lies,
6: lies, lies, yeah.
4: on the Ben Maller Show. All right,
2: let's do it. Here we go. Fact or fiction? If you're new to the show, welcome. We will give you three stories. All right, they all sound kind of ridiculous and all that stuff, but you have to separate fact from fiction. All right, or fiction from fact, rather. You have to tell us. The story that is bogus. So separating fiction from fact. What's up with that? All right. uh, Anyway, let's welcome in our celebrity panel of judges that are locked and loaded and ready to go. To dazzle you with their brilliance. Never letting down. Never letting down. And uh, who do we have? We start out with the power couple. In Bradenton, Florida, you've got Jack the Judge and Leslie. We say good morning to Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Good morning,
6: Ben. How are you?
2: Oh, I am wonderful. All is well here. And everything good with you, Leslie? Yes, it is. All right. You guys, are you still bunkering down there, not going out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Got uh, Especially
6: yeah. in this state.
2: Yeah, you think maybe by the end of the year you'll be able to go out or you're just gonna keep it yes. on the down? Yeah. Okay. Yes, hoping. Right. So hoping. So you're optimistic. Always That's optimistic. That's good. That's good to hear. All right. Uh, well hold on. Say hi to Jack for us, all right? Well do. All right, there you go. Lovely Leslie there. Home spring training home with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Braden in Florida. You can go see the Bucos and hang out with Jack and Leslie. Well, not now, but later. Whoopee Pie Blair has called up. Hello, whoopee Pie Blair from Maine. Hello. Blair. Blair, wake up, Blair! No, guess he's not there. Uh, Derek in Iowa is going to be a judge. Hello, Derek. Hey, good morning, Ben. Good morning to you, Derek. How's everything in Iowa?
6: Uh, pretty good. Uh, a little warm, but we're doing good.
2: Yeah, it's that time of the year, right? That's what happens. Yeah. It's yeah. hot this time of year.
6: I got you. I got you. All
2: right, hold on a And What do you do for a living, Derek, by the way? What do you got going on there?
6: I work for a uh, local truck company, driving. Okay.
2: How's the trucking business?
0: Pretty good. There's a few idiots on the road right now, but uh, I take care of them. You know how that is.
2: I understand. Well, you, you have a size advantage. All right, hold on a sec, Derek. We've yeah. got... Yes, you do. All right, uh, T- it's all about the size. Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy.
6: Hello, Ben. Great job um, carrying the four hours with everything that's been going on.
2: Well, thank you, Tammy. And by the way, hollering... I, I'm, a, I'm a secretary over here. Hollering James would like you to contact him, so... Oh my God. Yeah. I
6: talked to him today. Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said, please, Tammy, call me. I haven't talked to her. Didn't he say like, he hasn't talked to her in so long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Talk yeah. to him today. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll well, do my best then.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess for him, a few hours is a long time. So.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I got you. All right, hold on a sec, Tammy. Doc Mike is in Chicago. You got that doc. Hello, Doc Mike.
6: Tammy should be the voice of Fox, I'll tell you what, and give her my phone number, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Fat. He's got a message for you, okay?
0: Yeah. He All says
6: right. he's drinking his urine. Doc's drinking his urine. Everybody should be drinking their urine. It's the cure for COVID. But yeah. we've got That's, that's what Fat
2: that's what Fat said? Yes, yeah, oh, I okay. talked to him
6: for over an hour on Saturday.
2: <laughs> what What did you talk about for an hour? Uh,
6: well, his whole family's drinking urine except for his all,
2: right, wife. all right, all right, all well, right. His wife's not, but everyone is. All right, hold on, Doc. Okay. It's fascinating.
0: I've been drinking my urine for 20 years. Let's He's go, making he... his kids drink urine? Is that like child abuse? <laughs> Having met
5: Doc in person, I'm going to guess Mike did a lot of the talking. Because yeah. he did a lot a, of talking.
2: about it. All right, we got to go quick here. Story number one uh, The Bloody Pen. Kurt Schilling, already a uh, author, but his new work, uh, maybe his most monumental thing he has done, all the controversies surrounding Fernando T.T.'s Jr., his style of play, and all that, uh, violating the unwritten rules of baseball. Schilling is reportedly taking it upon himself to write the unwritten rules. TMZ tells us the book is going to be released by the end of the year. Story number two. Bailing Ball, Uh, that would be LaMelo Ball. He has rejected the big baller brand and signed a deal with Puma. Unless that's not true, who the heck would sign with Puma? And story number three, McAfee Mania. McAfee Mania, former Colts putter Pat McAfee made his WWE debut last week to rave reviews from fans and critics alike while pulling off many high-flying moves. All right, those are the three stories. Which of the three is not true, separating fiction from fact? Leslie, one, two, or three, Leslie? Two. Two, thank you, Leslie. Derek in Iowa, one, two, or three? We'll go with number one. Number Number one. one. Tammy? For Doc Mike,
6: number one.
2: All right, number Number one. one. Doc's out of the show. It was number one was the fake story.
1: Number one. Sorry,
2: Doc. You're a little creepy there. Got a murder. Got to go.